Hello everybody, my name is Emily, in case you don't know me, I am a 11th grader in high school, and today we are going to be talking about the lovely, truly, what happened this week, which is, drumroll please, da-da-da-da-da, preschool. So, I, <laughs> I had a pretty good week, I'm about to get into my good thing, bad thing, but Sorry if I sound out of breath. I was running upstairs, so I was trying to get my notebook. I took notes on what I want to talk about, which is actually kind of weird because I never do that. And I come on here and I always say that this is a raw version of me talking. And yes, it is. But I decided, I'm like, there are so many things that I want to talk about today that just happened throughout the week that made me feel so good. Because I was going 1 to 10 how good this week was. It was probably about an 8. And it wasn't bad, necessarily, but there was just some parts where I just didn't feel good, and, you know, and I went through, like, 30 pounds of M&M's because Morgan got me that big thing of M&M's, which I don't know if we talked about that. But I'm like, well, I wonder why my acne is bad. Like, hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> it's like, how bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then my good thing would probably be the fact that I got to work with preschoolers um yesterday today is monday i was gonna do recording on sunday like right after but then i got so tired because who knew working with four-year-olds could be so tiring but it is it really is and i just got all shaky and i just went to sleep and i went to sleep for probably like 30 35 hours it was like off and on but it was a good day and so, I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but my bad thing would probably be, eh, I, I mean, I have a bad thing, but it's not really, like, something that pops up in my head, but I think school would probably be a bad thing, because, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it could be bad, but one of them being, it's just, like, there was this essay that I had to do, and it was very, very stressful, and I realized that I had had 12 sources or whatever, and it just didn't make sense to me. And I'm still waiting for her to, like, grade the rough draft. And I'm, she put an 80 in there, and I'm like, okay. And I got wrecked, but I'm still confused on what the heck I'm doing. So we're going to see how that goes. And then, like, my math grade went to, like, a 76, which may sound, some like, really bad with some people and may not for other people. But my grade... I'm, like, trying to keep up with an 80, but it's really hard when, like, math is just so difficult lately. So I'm going to have to go to tutoring probably tomorrow. That's a whole different subject. And so, I was going to be really cute and have a quote for you guys. <laughs> but I realized I don't. But, I mean, it's whatever. But one thing that I have been really into lately is focusing on the good and focusing on what makes me happy so I think what you guys can take away from this quote is um be be a what is it be a sunflower in a world full of red roses and so I may have mentioned this last week I'm not sure if I have or not if, if not I'm gonna say it again it says be a sunflower in a world world full of red roses and so when life gets tough, you don't give up. You don't just stand there. You continue going on. So, like, for example, this week, I was having a bad week, but I didn't let it get to me. I didn't let it get to the best of my abilities. 
I continued moving on and I continued acting like everything was okay because it was okay. And depression can get really get you down and depression can mess with your mental health. But I realized that there's so many good things in this world that you have to focus on. And so focusing on what makes you happy is honestly the best thing in the whole entire world. So for one of my good things, I have a few quotes from my preschoolers that I worked with this this week. And so one, I had this little girl named Madison and she was super duper 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 cute. And we just played with Play-Doh and it was so fun just to see her interact with me and just how she was doing things and then later I taught her all the colors and it was just really fun because just sitting there reading to all the preschoolers and just teaching them what God's word is and how it's working I'm like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life like I don't mind if it's like ABCs red yellow whatever like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and it was a three-year-old class but all of them were four (laughs) I asked one girl how old she was and she went I'm four and she went, wait, how old are the other kids? And she just walked around saying, how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? How old are you? And I'm like, you're so adorable. And I love it. I just absolutely love it. And then I was teaching this little boy the creations of what God did. And so we were reading this book. I'm like, he's like, God created mushrooms? And I'm like, yeah, he created mushrooms. And he's like, oh, I step on mushrooms. And I'm like, okay, buddy. Alright, and I found it so cute. The first little boy that I worked with, I'm I'm dead serious. Like, if I had kids, this is not going to be like, this is probably going to be like 10 years from now or something. That's kind of weird. I'll be 27 in 10 years. But anyway, if everything kind of, if I find a husband one day, um, I'm sure that I'll have a kid one day. And I want it to be a little boy because I find little boys so cute. Like, I would love a little girl, but a little boy, they're so cute. They can be mean. Oh my goodness. But I love them. And so, there was this one little boy, and he he didn't want me to leave the first class, and he held his hand, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, buddy. And his name was Steve. I mean, I think Steven. He was just so cute. I think it was Steven. I love that little boy. He was adorable. He was like two. And then I went to a fourth grade class, which was the little girl in Madison. And then there was another little girl, and her name was Brienne. Oh my goodness. She was so cute. She had like the cutest little bangs. Her attitude was just so sassy. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not, but it's adorable. And... (laughs) She would ask me so many questions. Like, I have this birthmark on my leg. And she's like, what happened to your leg? And then she was like, you have to color slowly. And I'm like, okay. And so she taught me how to color slowly. I don't want to hear that word now. I'm just going to think about that little girl. And it was just funny to me because I'm like, there are so many good things in this world. And... Then there was another little girl who was all sad, and then Brienne was like, Brienne or whatever, she was like, what did she say? She's like, I don't get why she's sad, and la di da da and I was like, that's kind of mean, but kind of funny at the same time. And so the little girl, Posey, who was all sad, she, I just cuddled with her while we were in the playground, um, and I just sat in a chair, and I just like, 
hugged her and I just let her know that it was okay and I love that she looks she's like very young I remember seeing her last year and she doesn't really talk but she kind of understands and I think she's just so shy and it's again I'm gonna say the word again it's adorable it's absolutely adorable so today I wanted to talk about what I learned this week and one of the things that I learned this week was naming your anxiety and i heard this from the girly girl podcast and i'm like that's really 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 cool and so this week what it has been teaching me is name your anxiety so usually i name my anxiety the devil but this week i named it bubbles and the reason why i named it bubbles was because you know typical 17 year old girl most people will name it like lee i don't know lee's my grandfather's name or they would name it like something related to what they think their anxiety should be called, like a bad name. But no, mine's Bubbles because Bubbles makes me happy. And this is why I would, I would totally do really good with working with little kids because I just have that mindset. And so one of the reasons why I named my anxiety Bubbles was because I was last year when I was working with preschoolers before the whole pandemic started, I was working with a group of little four-year-olds and we were playing with bubbles and I just remember at that moment all my fears kind of went away and everything was just it was just magically just felt better and I remember in middle school this girl this girl told me try to say bubbles really angry and I just couldn't do it because like you start laughing I dare you take a minute I'm gonna be quiet for like 10 seconds take a minute and try to say bubbles really angry if you're not in public Could you do it? <laughs> That's my question. Could you say bubbles really, really angry? Because I, every time I let me try, bubbles, bubbles, bubbles. <laughs> like, you can't do it. It's just so funny to me. And so that's why I named my anxiety bubbles. But my dad, his reaction to this was, <laughs> I can just picture you in class saying, bubbles, bubbles, stop it and they're like don't tell anybody else that and I did I told a few people that and they laughed and that's just my personality too like I love hearing other people laugh and I like making myself laugh I think that's the funniest part about being okay with yourself is trying to figure out like hey like life is tough but you're your one like you're the one person that will be by your side and it doesn't matter what other people think about you or how other people think about you it just matters about this life that you've been created and I think it's beautiful in a lot of ways but I think it can be a little bit challenging in other ways so another reason why I want to be a preschool preschooler teacher is because I want to well there was a few signs that I've gotten before and these are the signs that I've gotten recently that I should be a preschooler teacher if this makes sense one being the church opening up again. I did not know it was going to open up this year. I totally expected, like, just random things to kind of happen. And then two being my ACT teacher. So this week, I talked to my ACT teacher, and we have this project that I haven't really started on. I need to. I have a few things I need to start on. Like, I haven't started on my worksheet that needs to be due today. I don't know why that's stressing me out, but it is. And I'm going to tell Bubbles, no, don't do that. So, also about naming your anxiety it's like 
when you are kind of like in a um when you are like in that place of just telling yourself no like this isn't me it's separating yourself so I think I got the idea from the girly girl podcast but you separate yourself from this is Emily and this is Bubbles like Bubbles is feeling bad Emily is a whole different person and she is doing different types of things so when I was focusing on what I was going to do for this project I was like no this is Bubbles talking but this is me doing it like I am going to focus on not being stressed over this but Bubbles can go and just be by itself and so what I did this week and this is totally off topic by the way I for like my reasons for being a preschool teacher but I put two Mr. Bubbles I finished my lab worksheet now can you shut up about the fact that it says late I I finished my practice test with a 14.6 which is a 96 was that not good enough for you (laughs) and that was for chemistry and I was just so stressed about it I'm like was that not good enough for you and so with the ICT thing I was so stressed about going to her desk and telling her like hey this is what I've this is what I've been thinking about doing, and I don't know how to get there necessarily. And I know I should be working on this project, but I have not, like, basically touched it. And it's still, like, February 26th, and right now it's, like, February 8th. But it's okay. I still have, like, 18 days, and 18 days is going to come fast. And so when she was talking about her mom being a preschool teacher and I asked her I'm like what do I have to do she's like oh you can just do two two years of southwest and I'm like perfect that's exactly what I want to do and at the beginning of the year I don't know if I talked about this in September I even said like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go talk to the guidance counselor about all this because I'm super stressed out about this and that's what I did and I felt a little bit better but as I'm getting closer, still haven't got my permit, still haven't got my driver's license, nor have I tried to get both both of those things. But I think I'm going to put like a limit for myself, like February 10th or something. I'm just going to like study till then and then I'm just going to like stop because I'm going to make myself study for 30 minutes each day in the morning and at night and I'm just going to focus on that because I'm really bad at studying but if I just put my priorities first and just get it over with, then I should be fine, and I should get my attendant slip before my grades go down, because they're not going to let you get your attendance sheet if your grades are bad, and my math grade isn't bad yet, but I kind of have a feeling that it's going to be bad after a test, but who knows, but one of the third reasons why I want to be like a teacher, and this one isn't like, this one's kind of ironic in a way, so besides that ACT teacher being a preschool teacher and her like kind of giving me comfort the third thing is yesterday morning I was just praying and like reading my bible not reading my bible but I was (laughs) I was listening to worship music and I was like god whatever you want to do just show me and there's this song called set a fire it goes Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain and I can't control. I want more of you, God. And that's that was what was kind of like stuck in my head. And I just continued saying that over and over and over again. I like just set a fire. 
use me, Lord. Use me in the ways that you want to be used. Um, and he did. He did definitely show me that. Like I was talking about the mushroom story. I also was telling this little girl about the flood. And we just talked about it. And it was so fun. And I feel like that little girl was supposed to have a mask on. Which is, this is unrelated. But she was supposed to have a mask on. But I didn't know where her mask went half the time. Anyway. The third reason why I want to be a teacher is because I feel like there was this teacher that was a high school teacher and she lived with the four-year-olds and I was telling her about all this and she told me it's very rare for someone to actually be like made for like teacher being your calling and what she meant by this was it's very rare for people to actually like have a passion for teaching like we do and so you have to have patience to be able to be a teacher, which I feel like a lot of people do struggle with this. Like most teachers, they just, they don't really see the big picture of their life as a teacher, I feel like, and they don't really show it very often. And so, like I can see it in my math teacher, like she wants to be a teacher, but she, her class is just so boring and like I don't pay attention. And then like, but that's my own fault but she always goes why aren't you guys saying good morning and i'm like that's kind of rude <laughs> it's 7 a.m we're high schoolers i said good morning to you you never said good morning back and yeah <laughs> but that's just my preference opinion preference opinion that's my opinion and i have a few sorry i have a few other teachers that are kind of boring but that's just them not me and I know that like I learn a different way but the reason why I want to be a teacher in so many ways is to show little kids that like yes this life is going to get so boring eventually but you're living in the moment now and isn't it cool to live in that moment and reading to them yesterday I was like this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and I literally walked in the, my dad's truck and I'm like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, I know this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I may not have all the answers right now. I may not have my permit. I may not have my driver's license. But if this is what I want to do, then I'm going to focus on that. And so something else that happened this week was my mom's birthday. And so this was kind of important because I feel like I struggle with this every single year. If you don't know, I don't live with my mom. She has alcoholism. And it's really hard for me to understand why she does the things that she does. And just for a few hours, I could understand because I can't imagine taking care of a four-year-old every single day. But I'm going to have to eventually because that's what I want to do for a living. But taking care of two might have been hard. But my mom, I love her in different ways. But it's really hard for me to understand things that I don't understand like how could you sign off your rights and then act like everything is okay with me like no and I heard that some someone said to me family is family I'm gonna read this I actually posted this on my Facebook account which I don't know if that's weird to anyone else but this this is what I said And this also goes back with the bubbles. Today I named my anxiety. Random talk with my dad today about life. I was telling him that I decided to name my name my anxiety bubbles. His reply was, be careful what you say at school when you get anxious. I can imagine you saying no bubbles. Thanks, dad. It's funny because seventh grade me would, would have been like, why did you name your anxiety? 
my reply as 11th grader would be because you are not your anxiety you may have thoughts about random things like did i do my essay right did i talk too much to dad or to this teacher is it is it bad that no one noticed me crying under my mask is it bad that i spent five hours doing nothing don't i have homework i never i never pinned a point my anxiety till now i've been a christian for four years and i i've been working on my relationship with not only god but myself i am not my thoughts i am emily i have to understand that i realize that our world brings pressure with bullies body image and what we should act like i want to make 13 year old emily proud one day and that's why i will work harder than i did before and that's one of the reasons why i named my anxiety and then i feel like i wrote something down oh and then on my snapchat typical high schooler over here i did this thing where i did not save it oh my goodness okay so apparently i did not save that but awkward silence for a minute because i don't think this could pause yeah well i didn't save it but what i said on my snapchat was um I, when I was little, I used to look up to my mom, and it's so simple and so easy, because when you're little, you don't know your parents' flaws, and you don't know what they're like, and what they're doing, and how they're doing, and you just look at them like they are everything, and I looked at my mom that way. I looked at her when I was watching her sing, when I was watching her paint, when I was watching her watch TV, or even changing a tampon i know it's tmi but i remember just looking at her and just being like whoa 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 that's so cool that's so cool that's so cool and at the moment my mom was there my mom was present my mom was happy with i believe and then eventually she just kind of went away and i had to learn those things by myself i had to learn how to not paint but i had to learn certain crafts by myself and I had this cross stitch that, like, probably a few weeks ago, I never told this story, I had a panic attack of this cross stitch because my mom wasn't there to help me, and that just randomly came up to me, and I was like, my anxiety, which I did not name at the time, I could have named it, and I could have went away, but it was something so simple, and my mom never taught me, and I remember the first time that I self-harmed, and I was 13, and I was my mom wasn't there for me and I remember getting my period my first heartbreak my first heartbreak all in like 11 through 13 and I was just like my mom isn't there to help me but I remember her being there after and I think that's the hardest thing about having a mom that's absent in your life because you don't know what they're going to be like in a few years or where they're going to be but you have to learn how to take care of yourself and with this whole episode I was talking about why I want to be a teacher and that's why because my mom wasn't there for me my mom has never really been there for me she's been there after and I haven't seen her since January 1st I haven't talked to her since January 1st and someone told me family's family and in my opinion if family is family why do we put up with the toxic things and what they're doing if a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a best friend or whatever did those things to you 
someone would have told you to run away from it. So why can't I run away from the toxic things that are in my family when she isn't even in my life? She doesn't live in my house. She doesn't do the things with me. And she doesn't make an effort. She complains that I don't make an effort, but she doesn't make an effort. And it's just like, I'm not going to put up with that attitude. I'm not going to do those things because that isn't right. Family isn't just family. Family is the matter of what your family does for you and how they act towards you and how they make you feel. Like I'm not saying that all family is supposed to make you feel good, but I'm saying like don't put up with toxic behavior. And I think, I know this is unrelated in so many ways, but that's why I want to be a preschool teacher because I need to teach these little kids that they are loved now and that no matter what, because I still remember the like this person that babysit me when I was like probably four or whatever and I remember her having the biggest biggest personality I loved it and I still love it I think about her and her 16 ponytails and I was just looking at her and like wow look at that I remember watching her watching me as I light up my shoes and she was just laughing I remember another like babysitter where she would cut my brother's hair and I remember her son and I don't know her name but I do remember her and I just remember looking at them like, wow, this is so cool. And I'm not saying that all the little kids are going to remember me, but I'm certainly going to remember them. I still remember the little kids I played with Bubbles with last year. I still remember the little kid, the little girl named Madison. She was also the little girl that I played with last year. She had no idea. She had no clue. There was this little boy last year I played grocery store with. He had no clue who I am now, but I knew who he was and he was so cute. Um, that little girl named Breelin, she's not going to remember me. I'm going to remember her, but she's most likely not going to remember me. And I'm going to come back in two weeks and she's going to be like, hey, like, I may not remember you, but what ha- new person over here. And I'm going to be completely okay with that. And so if any of this does not make sense to you, that's okay. But God is such a powerful God. And it's crazy to me how... People can put up with other people's attitude, but they don't see the bigger picture. Like, they don't name their anxiety. They don't separate that. They don't do this. They don't do that. Like, they probably don't do half the things that I talked about today. And it's just, when you pinpoint that in your life, it's just kind of crazy. Because I, like, my anxiety is beating me today, but tomorrow I could be perfectly okay. And whenever... I'm separating myself from who I am and what I'm doing, but it's just the anxiety of the unknown in so many ways, but the anxiety of God taking care of you and God loving you and God showing you what to do. And this week, my growth has been with taking care of myself. And I'm not saying that it's always easy and that it's going to be easy, but When you focus on those tiny things that make you happy and the tiny things that make your whole world insane and so fun, it's just, it makes life a lot funner. (laughs) That's a word. Funner is not a word, but a lot. And more exciting would be the word. And I found out the affair is actually on Amazon Prime, so I'm going to be watching that tonight. But I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do all the work that I need to get done. Do my math worksheet. I'm going to do my English assignment, and I'm not going to give up, I'm not going to care about anything. I'm not going to focus on what could be or what 
will be or what anything is. When I'm anxious, I'm going to be like, okay, Bubbles, why are we anxious? I'm going to write that letter to myself again. Like, I'm going to write all my fears down. I'm going to write a list down. And this is me. This is what I'm working towards. And this is what I'm doing today as a 17-year-old girl, junior in high school, about to graduate in 2022. This is my life. And basically, it's just a rant of what I'm anxious about. But there's so many good things in this world. You just have to focus on them. And when I tell you that life isn't easy, like, it really isn't easy. Like, you have to take it one day at a time. And you have to be the sunflower. You have to be the sunflower. Because if you're not the sunflower, then life is just going to be dull. And life is just going to be hard. And you're not going to accept the fact that life is going to be dull and hard. Like, I spent $25, just random, I spent $25 on a Hulu um, gift card for something. And I realized that I could be using it on Amazon Prime. So this is a prime example of if you don't look at the bigger picture, then you're going to focus on the smaller picture. And so with the Amazon Prime, the Hulu thing, I didn't focus on what was right in front of me. Instead, I focused on what could be. And like, I could do this now. And you just have to focus on what is right in front of you and what is so focused on. So like versus Hulu pay $25 for something that probably wasn't needed to be paid for there was something so much bigger in front of me and it was free and I didn't realize that and so that's my point of view on life if you enjoyed this make sure to follow me on instagram it's weekly talks with emily podcast I know I don't say that enough but if you do and most of you guys are from instagram and that's why I continue recording but For my future self, remember to love yourself and remember to take it one day at a time and be the sunflower and instead of the rose. And that's to everyone too. Bye!